Blog Talk Radio. morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at www.yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled, God's Blessings That Flow from New Beginnings. And as always, I always read the promotional material because that gives us the foundation from which we will launch this episode today. So the promotional material reads, God has to put an eternal spin on everything he touches. After all, he is the God of eternity. We tend to see and only notice that which is temporary. God intends to bless us richly with every good and perfect gift that comes from above. His blessings are wrapped in unconditional love, matchless grace, and salvation. Deuteronomy 28, verses 2 through 3 says, And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall, be, blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. God's blessings give us hope and spur us on to inspire others. Do we give praises unto God boldly and loudly? Enough for others to hear. Well, that's a question that we all have to answer personally. And today, in our studio, we have Judith R. Gaines, who is the author of Blessings from New Beginnings, a book of poems to inspire. So I'm going to say, Judith, say hello to our listening audience. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so glad to be here with you. And I'm hoping my poems will inspire all who are listening today. Well, thank you. I know for a fact they will. And thank you for being here in the studio with us today. So without further ado, let's hear more from Judith. And so I just want to say that Judith is also known as Renee to those of us who know her. So I may interchangeably say Judith and or Renee. So don't be confused. I'm talking about the same person who is in the studio today. (laughs) So, okay, Judith, I've had the pleasure of knowing you for a while. In fact, we go all the way back to elementary school. We lost contact over the years. Yes, it is. We lost contact over the years, and then we met up again in our adult years. But I want you to share with our listening audience something about you. Tell us about yourself, your background, where you grew up, family of origins, all those good things that will give us the good tidbits about you. Okay. Well, the elementary school that we did go to uh, attend together was Harrison Elementary School. 
which is now Martin Luther King Jr. I think it's a, uh, yeah, elementary school. Uh-huh. And I've lived in uh, the C.D., the Central District, pretty pretty much all my life. Uh, went to Meany Junior High, uh, attended Garfield Junior Garfield High School, graduated in 70, 72, and uh, I have four brothers, three living, and one sister. Uh, mm-hmm. I also uh, am a retiree of the phone company uh, for 27 years. Wow. I worked for, uh, uh, well, it was U.S. West, and it was Quest, and now it's CenturyLink. So Mm -hmm. 27 years, I've been retired for about, I think, 10 years now. And and living a very nice retired life. (laughs) Don't brag. I praise God (laughs) and thank God that I do not have to get up in the morning and get in the traffic going Mm. back and forth to work. Because with that traffic out there, it's it's terrible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I now uh, attend. Uh, as far as the churches I go to, church by the side of the road. I've been there for about five years, five six years, and that's where Naja and I uh, uh, hooked up again. Uh, is at the church, mm-hmm. and uh, just just enjoying being there and. Uh, with my poems, uh, sharing my poems with whoever is willing to uh, accept them. Mm-hmm. So, so let me just say, you, 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 you said that you're from the CD. You lived in the CD most of your life. So, let's just say that you—that's a district within Seattle. Seattle is a city within the with the in Washington State, and Washington State is in the. Uh, United States, and we live in the Pacific Northwest, because we got to remember right. that our listening audience is all over the world. So CD yeah, doesn't okay. mean anything to, to them, but it means okay. everything to us, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, okay, that would be the Central District, uh, which is between, okay, Capitol Hill, well, they wouldn't know that either, but yeah. it, it, it's, it's the Central District, or back in the day, it was called the Colored District. Thank you for that introduction, and uh, yeah, Harrison Elementary School, that goes way back, and I didn't realize that you've been, um, that you retired from the uh, phone company either, so that's good to know. So when did your interest in poetry start, and when did you start writing poetry? Uh, it was about 25, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh I didn't, I remember a poem that I did write, uh, but it's been periodically through the years. And uh, as I wrote, I would write on pieces of paper and uh, 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 napkins and and, uh, type them out. And back then there wasn't, you know, computers, and there were, but, not as prevalent as they are now, but mm-hmm. I would put them in this 
uh, uh, manila envelopes. And uh, I thought I had lost them. Oh, my. And it, it was, I had moved, and I was looking for this manila envelope. I had put it in the box, and I was standing in the middle of my living room, and I was crying and boohooing. And I'm going, where are my poems? Where are my poems? And I'm just crying and boohooing. And then I go to my bedroom and I sit down uh, on my bed and I'm crying and boohooing. And then all of a sudden I, I hear this voice, look in the box. Mm-hmm. And and I'm saying to myself, well, I've looked in that box. Look in the box. I've looked in that box and real loud, look in the box. I looked in the box. And there they were in the manila envelope. Um. I I picked them up and I hugged them and I started crying. And all of a sudden I had heard this voice, the Holy Spirit, now share them. Mm. Mm. The words I have given to you are not yours. They are mine. Mm. Share them. Mm -hmm. Because I was pretty much stingy with my poems. And I did not. I really wasn't sure how people would take them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, so I was kind of scared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've let you know a couple of people read them or whatever, but I was just kind of scared of of allowing other people you know to read them. And so the Holy Spirit, God told me to share them. So Amen. I have been obedient since then. Mm-hmm. And the book is also Blessings from New Beginnings, Points to Inspire, uh, is an ultimate way of sharing them. Mm-hmm. Well, I can share with the listening audience another way that you shared your poetry before you have your published book. And we're going to get into your book in just a minute. So mm-hmm. we met back up at the church by the side of the road as adult women. And mm-hmm. our lives have paralleled in many forms and fashion, but one of the things that stood out for me about you being obedient to God's word and sharing your poetry is various programs or events that the women's ministry had at Church by the Side of the Road, you were always, always offering a poem, a recital, mm-hmm. a reading, and you would type it out so beautifully for all of us to have a copy if we wanted them. And I'm mm-hmm. going to say that the ones that I have collected of yours over the years, not knowing that you were going to get into this published book, but we'll go to there in just a minute. I have kept your poetry in a manila folder. <laughs> <laughs> but I have guarded it with my heart. I know exactly where it is. Oh, and that's so, so, that's, so you obviously moved beyond being a little hesitant to share your poetry, and I know that your poetry has been well received. So you've been writing poetry then for a long time, and yeah. it is known to to inspire, inspire people and to give people a hope, right? That's correct. And it's so appropriate that you are our guest today on Hope for Today. So tell us a little bit more about the book where people can get a copy and all those good things. And then also tell us what you want to accomplish 
with the publishing of your book? You kind of touched on it, but I want you to go into depth a little bit more. What do you want to accomplish with the publishing of your book, and where can people get a copy? Okay, they can get a copy through Amazon. Mm-hmm. And basically uh, what I would like to accomplish is for the readers who do read my poems to be inspired, to uh, uh, feel the love, also to feel the depth of how God uh, uh, actually kind of pushed me through it. And how, mm-hmm. you know, me being obedient to uh, sharing my points mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and just knowing that, that uh, uh, there is someone out there who, when reading even just one of my poems, will be inspired and will... will feel and know the love that has gone through it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, It's always nice to be able to have a go-to, you know, whether it's a scripture, a book, or a particular story or whatever. Uh, So I can definitely see this being carried around by many people. So Amazon.com, everybody. Blessings from New Beginnings. Poems to Inspire by Judith R. Gaines. Right. So, you know, and I know, that life brings ups and downs for various reasons. You know, and oftentimes, I love music, I love poetry, I love music, I I like all forms of art, but oftentimes it's said that songwriters write songs that represent true life events, either past or present. Mm -hmm. Which poems represent personal events in your life and you have quite a few in your book I think I I know I counted more than 50 titles so 53 is a matter of fact that's right yes 53 mm-hmm. um, which poems represent personal events in your life and if you would like if you could select one or two and maybe do a reading for us. We can't have okay, you in the studio without do doing a reading. Okay. Okay. Now, the thing is, is that all of them pretty much do. Okay. You know, and the 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 two that I have picked out that I have chosen. One is called "To See Love in a Sunrise." And the other is called "Is If Love Can Take You There. Mm. And a lot of my poems come from dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, dreams that the Holy Spirit gives me. Or I might hear some words or whatever, uh, uh, and then I'll uh, expound on that. Mm-hmm. And the poem... See Love in a Sunrise, that came from a movie I was watching. Okay. And uh, I will read the poem. Okay. And then go from there. Okay. I'm going to turn to 
page 38 with you. Okay. Okay. You got it? I got it. Yes. Thank you. Go ahead. To see love in a sunrise. To see love in the rain. Love in a flower that sees the sun when it's in the rain. To see Mm -hmm. love in a wave crashing on the shores. To see love in the depths of the ocean. Coming from a trickling spring. Coming from the snow-capped mountains. To see love in a star, as many as there are. Love is always there, no matter where you are. To see love in a tear, whether you are far or near. Love is always there, no matter who you are. To see love in a sunrise. To see love in the face of all. To see love through the eyes of the blind is to see love in a sunrise. You can see God's love everywhere, in everything, even in a sunrise. Mm, That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, this particular poem, like I said, I I was watching a a movie. Mm -hmm. And what I would like the listeners to to see and to visualize a king and a maiden find love on a high mountain. Both different. They are from two different worlds apart. They speak different languages. They share Mm -hmm. a sunrise. They both gaze toward the sun rays. The maiden signs the word beautiful. The king looks at her and does the same. She says, yes, beautiful. Their long lingers, their look lingers, their eyes lock. There, at that moment, they find love in a sunrise. Now, I'm I'm hesitant about giving the uh, uh, the movie that I was watching because it uh-huh. it it doesn't match. Only because of of the movie itself, uh-huh. and when the king and the maiden are put in a situation by themselves, they share one of God's miraculous miracles, such as a sunrise together, mm. where only love can be found. To see the gaze in each other's eyes from a sunrise, from one to another can only be God's love, love that is non-judgmental, love that is not blind, love that comes from the heart. In our own in our own day-to-day lives, isn't love the same? You can see and find love everywhere and with everyone. Oh. Knowing God's love and he loves us all. God says in his word, we should love all as well. Where do you see and find your love? First Corinthians 13, God tells us, love is patient, love is kind, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. That's beautiful. And, and like I said, I, 
I I I don't want to. I want the the the, the listeners to put themselves in in, in that uh, uh, visualize themselves. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. me to tell you the the uh, movie I was watching, you would probably say, "Oh, okay." Oh, I'm not going to tell you the movie I was watching. But that's okay because you yeah. you got from that particular movie, that scene, whatever, that setting, mm-hmm. what you needed to glean from it. So we don't need to know the the uh, the title of the movie or any of that. I think that just how you transition from I was watching a movie and then the result was the writing of this poem is all mm-hmm. we need to know because that speaks to how you too are inspired to pin yeah. something and then share it with others. Mm-hmm. So you've got 50 plus poems in your book and I mentioned that earlier. So is there one that in particular is a favorite of yours? Gosh, that's really hard to say cuz <laughs> I bet um, I bet it is. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> uh the one that the other one that uh, I can't say this uh, this is a favorite. Like I said, mm-hmm. they all are my favorite. Yeah. And the one other one I was going to read is if love can take you there. Mhm. Mhm. And this one actually came from a dream. And uh, the dream. First, let me start off. My niece Barbara. She has a friend whose name is Jean. Uh-huh. Who wants a mess? And she wants she wanted us to meet. So in anticipation of meeting her the next day, I had this dream. And in the dream, all three of us were sitting at this table, and there was a stage up there. And uh, as we were sitting, uh, this handsome, tall, gorgeous man came walking in, uh-huh. and me and Barbara were sitting there. No, me and, uh, uh, yeah, my niece Barbara were sitting there, and we we saw him walk in, and he was a gorgeous young man, African-American young man, and he sat down beside us. And so Jean turned around and said, oh, that's my husband. So he got up and approached us. And uh, now Jean is in a wheelchair, so he picked mm-hmm. her up and went up to the stage. And uh, uh, they started dancing. And in my dream, the words, if love can take you there, kept coming over and over again. And the uh, uh, the stage was filled with smoke. And as they were dancing, it was like they were floating. And the oh. word, if love can take you there, kept coming. If love can take you there, kept coming. And as the finished, as they finished, he sat her down and went back to his table and sat down. Oh. And I looked at Jean and I said, Jean, you need to tell your husband you love him. And... The next day, actually, I told her that about my dream. Uh-huh. 
I told her, you need to tell your husband you love him. Mm. Uh, the dream with with the, uh, if love can take you there, the words, if love can take you there, to have a love so beautiful, if love can take you there, to have love that is blind, if love can take you there, when you have no more to give, if love can take you there, this is a love that is to be. If love can take you there, know that love never fails. If love can take you there, God's love will always be with you. Mm-hmm. If love take you there, close your eyes to see that love has never left. If love can take you there, love will take you anywhere. If love can take you there, you can see love through the eyes of the blind. If mm. love take you there, to say, I love you, will always take you anywhere. Wow. And that's on page 10. That is absolutely beautiful. That is beautiful. Well, like I said, and like you've said in the cover of your book, Poems to Inspire, uh, that truly, truly is an inspiration. And I want to just mention that in the foreword of your book, uh, on page one, you say, and I quote, this book of poems is a passion of love, God's love, and the words he gave to me to share with you. Mm -hmm. This is me being obedient and doing what he asked me to do. And Mm -hmm. it's pretty obvious how your relationship with Jesus Christ fits into all of this. So we're almost out of time. We've got about four more minutes to go. Can you share some words of encouragement with our listening audience? What would you like to leave with our listening audience? And then I'll go ahead and and close this out. So what, what, you know, we've been inspired, but what would you like to say? What words of encouragement? Okay, like I had mentioned earlier where uh, I was afraid to share my poems, don't be afraid. Don't have that fear in you to uh, uh, share your poems, share your writings, or share whatever it is that, that the gift that God has given you because he has given you that gift for a reason. And... uh what the other thing that uh that he told me is that the gifts I had given you I can also remove mm. from you. Mm. I'm mm-hmm. going Okay. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. <laughs> you heard him and you responded and here we have the compilation of your poems in this book called Blessings from New Beginnings, Poems to Inspire. Well, we really are almost out of time, and I can't thank you enough, uh, Judith, for your poems of inspiration. There's so much more for our listening audience to enjoy. So, again, you can purchase uh, Judith's book, Blessings from New Beginnings, on Amazon.com. So I just want to go back over the beginning scripture that I read in Deuteronomy, and that is, all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be 
in the country. That's Deuteronomy 28, verses 2 through 3. So in closing, when we are in relationship with God the Father, we have so much to go to the rooftops and shout about. There are many ways in which we can share our praises. Social media, podcasts, verbally, you know, you might be a motivational speaker. And then there is written communication. There are many forms to suit our fancy. So listening audience, I'm asking me and and Judith, what is your passion? What is our passion? Judith has shared what her passion has been for all these years and how she compiled these poems on bits and pieces of papers and napkins and tucked them away and had to pray for God to reveal to her where were they. She thought maybe she had misplaced them. But how will you, how will I inspire others? Let's go forth and speak the truth about God's love. If he's given you something to say, obey his voice and accomplish the task. Judith, thank you, thank you, thank you for visiting with us today in our studio. Thank you for your book of poems. Thank you for your obedience to God's calling. Your story and your poems have inspired us today. You are and with so that, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again soon. God bless you.